Smodco Internet Radio broadcasts the free funny, but you can broadcast your Smodco love with merchandise. Shirts, posters, comics, memorabilia, and more. JayandSilentBob.com is your hub for comic book men, secret stash, and Kevin Smith's cinematic catalog. It's an online one-stop shop that fulfills your need, minus the weed. JayandSilentBob.com. Bookmark it, baby. So, you're saying, Yo, sir, dude, I just got paid, and I want to get laid. Might your humble narrator suggest a live Smodco show? See Smod.com list all the upcoming performances, with links to tickets. As for getting laid, that's all on you, amigo. We just make you laugh till you shit your pants. The Smonsters of Talk could be coming to your town. Go to see Smod.com and find out. Welcome to Phoebe number 14, everybody. It's going to be fun. That's like seven times two. Are you hearing this out of one ear, or is it just me? No, you're in both of my ears. Oh, you're so much better than me. I can't hear hear myself that well. I hear you really well. Oh, let me put you up. Now it's, yeah, there we go. There you go. There I, now I'm warm. Now I feel, I'm warm all (laughs) over. You feel good? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so uh, welcome to Feeb. Feeb 13 went over pretty well. People enjoyed me yelling at my grandma. Yeah, that should be a segment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Matt Screams at his grandma. (laughs) Oh. So, yeah, a lot of stuff happened in the last week, everybody. Somebody's looking at you and pointing at you. It's Michael Costa, host, uh, this week's host of Attack of the Show. Okay. Scott actually got to see Gadgetron today. I did. I came in and I and I and I admit that when you're watching it and everybody's hooting and hollering, I did not participate. I just want everyone to know. Uh, but I was intimidated. It was so I, spontaneous. It was spontaneous. And so I like how you could not get into the whole do whatever the crowd's doing thing. Like I you just <laughs> you're just like I don't understand how people are reacting. Yeah, I'm like I don't understand how people could be spontaneous. But if you if you uh, kids at home, if you watched the uh, Gadgetron from Monday of this uh, this past week of the Google Nexus 10, you will see me doing Gadgetron while Scott Mosier is right off is right off camera right. I'm right to his left. Yep, I'm and to his watching. left. And, and I then got did nervous. you bring up the Myra thing because of me? Myra is that from my own special. Oh no, it wasn't. Oh, I was it like, should have been. I was literally like, zing. <laughs> I thought you busted me on. I'm in the middle of switching headphones. Just want to make sure that. Well, oh, I now I hear nothing. What are you doing? Why? I, I, here's why the deal. Ruining, here's the, why here's, are you ruining Feed 14? Here's the situation. I'm not ruining Feed 14. I mean, I I was about to go. I was about to. I was about to go. Ah, perfect. I fixed it. All right, everybody. I have uh, headphones in two ears now. This That's is never perfect. that 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 thing that I was going to do will never happen <laughs> because of. So the character you just invented, no, it's over. Remy it's from over. Quebec. It's never going to see the light of day. It'll never see the light of day because of your headphones. Uh, thank you, everybody, for ordering Phoebe t-shirts. 
Yeah, I, I want to say that off more. the bat. There, there are some, some more available. Uh, I'm not 100% sure when this is going. This will probably go up Wednesday, so you're probably hearing this on a Wednesday. Uh, I don't think you'll get it before Christmas. I don't Christmas. think you'll get it before Christmas either, but it would make a but, great New Year's present. Yeah, fuck. 2013? 2013 New Year's present? Come on. That's I mean, what you want. You don't want to be caught. You don't want to be caught not no. not with a Phoebe t-shirt and t-shirt and there's going to be a canadian sniper t-shirt. there is going to be a canadian sniper t-shirt but matt won't engage. scott won't uh matt stop won't emailing engage. me about it he won't engage oh every time you guys are like discussing this like over you email don't engage. i'm referring to scott and dana who does the designs for the logo and who did yeah. does all our uh, art matt is silent i'm usually some i'm like doing something i'm busy but you're not doing something like but but it's Friday. Know. Okay. Friday, there were 14 emails about the Canadian sniper t shirt. Yeah. Okay. We're trying to make something happen. Here's what I was doing on Friday. Friday, I was at Universal Studios. But what about Saturday? I was having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no one's working on Saturday, Scott. Come on. It's not work. We're, it is. We're, we're we're like you're just trying to have a little discussion about the t-shirt, and you all will right. you would not engage. Listen, so all I'm saying, I just want everyone to know that if Matt would engage, <laughs> there if, would be if Matt would Canadian just participate. Okay, listen, if you would participate in this marriage, I'm gonna make it happen. If, if you would participate in what's happening with <laughs> in with, this marriage with our podcast, um. Would, I think I would sure it would be done by now. Here's what I would like to do. I would like to welcome our new listeners because we have some new listeners coming over from the Hollywood Babylon episode you did. Oh, really? Yeah. A couple of people tweeted at me saying that they had never listened to it before. And then and they, they don't like now it. Now they're listening to it. I think so. I think general consensus is they like it. Also, if you do like our show, please head over to iTunes and uh, subscribe. Subscribe to the show. And if you could give us a positive review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. Because I'm pretty sure the iTunes algorithm works by reviews and subscriptions. And then what do you get? Not that it matters. That really that. <laughs> what do you get if you nothing? You don't get tap anything. into the algorithm. Oh, well, you... I think you just get a higher rank. That's all. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, please, if you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, I get it. I get it. I've been there, kids. You don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. You're not going to go on. There I can't. How many reviews can I write? Review? Every review I've ever written is like, Matt Meyer is the greatest thing He's the to greatest ever thing that I ever saw or listened to with my own ears. <laughs> here, here. Scott. Matt. Scott, you saw a movie. You saw a movie that I have seen four times. Yep. Now you have seen it once. I have. That movie, ladies and gentlemen, is called Skyfall. Which is really close to Sky Mall. Skyfall. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it four times. Uh, Skyfall, my mm. favorite movie of the year, quite possibly. I do enjoy the Avengers quite a bit, but Skyfall might be my favorite movie of the year. Uh, Scott, you finally saw it. Please I, I, tell I, the audience, tell our feebles what you thought of Skyfall. I enjoyed it. Yes, I knew it. I uh, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's so good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it looked, I thought it looked really beautiful. It looked beautiful. It is a beautifully really well shot, shot movie. Yeah. Um. I I I was entertained enough that yeah. It, some of its shortcomings, I was mm. able to. Let I didn't past. understand that sentence. What did you What did you say? 
You you yourself have said, you said something. Stuff. What did you say? You said that. You, I've heard you. I thought it sounded like you said shortcomings, but my headphones keep cutting out, so I don't know what, uh, don't what. change your review for the people. <laughs> what are you talking? Don't about? cast me out there as like the lone <laughs> fucking nut who criticizes the movie here and there. Even uh, when you're just like, I thought the Dark Knight was entertaining. I did think the Dark Knight was entertaining. I did think that. I did think. I did think. I'm trying to get my I like, Matt I like your impression of me. I did like. <laughs> I like your impression of me. Now, can you do? Uh, now, can your you do Kim Kardashian? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Kim! What did you think of Skyfall? Oh God! <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> oh God! I'm a Daniel Craig. <sighs> How do you feel that you now you have a known Kim Kardashian impression, which is that which sounds nothing like, like Kim Kardashian whatsoever? <laughs> I don't know, but is enjoyable nonetheless. Um, everyone, everyone always tweets that I. It sounds exactly like Princess Lumpy from Adventure Time. Oh yeah, it does kind <laughs> of. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you're like the rich little of podcasts. No, because he actually <laughs> sounds like people. <laughs> he actually sounds like people. Scott Moser, the rich little. Of, I don't of, even uh, know what she really sounds like. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure she. I couldn't like. tell you what she sounds like either. I can tell you how she sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I could not tell you what she sounds like. Is it like this? Oh my god! Ah. You're pretty spot on. Ah. I don't think I've ever seen it with the audio. By the way, ah. in the in the annals of I don't uh, know if I've seen it in the annals of sex tapes. I will say that it is a very boring, not good sex tape. No, none of the none of the none none of the celebrity ones really are. Yeah, you barely get to see any tits. It's not. It's not. It's not what it's you not want. It's not filthy. It's not what you want. It's just, it's just not. Here's the problem. Sucking. It's not filthy. Right. It's just like, realistically, you want me to spend a little bit of money or just bother to find it. Yep. Um, <laughs> either one. <laughs> either one. It's like there's no facials. There's, you know what I mean. <laughs> there's like, no face. Your number one complaint <laughs> about celebrity sex tapes is there's no facials. <laughs> 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 Scott Moser, ladies and gentlemen, there's no facial. Where's the facial? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but I but get you know what, what you're I'm saying. saying. I get like, what you're saying. Like it's not. It's just. It's so like proper. It's. It's like. It's not like. If you're gonna put it out there, it's like. It's just. If you want me to watch it. Yeah, it should be, like I would rather it be like something really filthy. We're like, oh my god, did you see that? <laughs> it does seem like a gallon right across your brow. <laughs> it does seem cultivated, like uh, like almost planned, if you will. Yeah, it just seems like I, I like they have a following. It's like people want to see me naked, and you know, I'll just suck a dick or something in front of it. But it's like it doesn't <laughs> I'll feel just suck a dick. <laughs> I've had that thought. <laughs> I'm like I got a few followers. If you <laughs> if you suck a dick. If you if you could if if it's a, if it came down to it, someone's like Scott. Listen, I've taken a look at your financial statement, and I've also looked at your Twitter followers. Now we've done some research, and there's an algorithm. If you <laughs> if you will suck a dick on video, we can get you a reality show on E that will pay you thirty million dollars a year. Will you suck a dick <laughs> on video? I mean. It's like, but you're asking, I mean, the third, the only thing that sounded interesting was the $30 million. Of course, of course. The dick is like, I don't, I, I mean, like, 
if you just said I could suck the dick and get $30 million, I actually am just like, the one part of it I don't want to do is I don't want to be on a reality show. <laughs> the dick sucking is fun. Oh, just if I suck a dick, I'll get $30 million. Yeah, you do it. Wow, that'd be, you know, <laughs> how bad could it be? <laughs> <laughs> Girls do it all the time. It can't be that bad. Yeah. And they don't get $30 million. Yeah. They they're doing facial. it for free. <laughs> <laughs> In Scott's world, they're getting a facial. I, I, yeah. If it's, if, it's, if I'm going to pay for it or look for it, <laughs> it should end Google with search. <laughs> Doesn't even end with the facial. Well, it's true though. It's like you. It's like how excited are you to pass it on? Like, oh, did you see the Paris Hilton sex tape? You know, if there's a facial day, you'd be like, oh my god, you fucking gotta watch. It's just yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. just yeah. her at yeah. the end, sure. covered, awkward because they're awkward. It's like the girl doesn't know what to do. That's what I want it because I want to <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Some of it gets in her eye. It's just yeah. I saw that weird, uncomfortable moment at the end where they're like, how long do I, the camera's lingering on them, and they're like, how long do I keep this on my face? <laughs> Are we done yet? That's what I want. Fair enough. But that yeah, that's the that's the thing. The Kim Kardashian, I'm I'm gonna go on the record as saying the Kim Kardashian sex tape, not that entertaining. No. And yet she's uh she's a bazillionaire. But wasn't she wealthy already? Well, from her father, who was a lawyer. I don't know I still don't know what she does. And I don't, I don't know what she does. I don't know what she sounds like. I know she has large breasts. I know she has a sex tape. And I think she's got like... She's got a booty, too. She's got a booty. Um, but I don't actually... Uh, um, there goes the dance mom. Is that the dance From the dance mom? moms. Scott and I are uh, in the fish booth again doing the fishbowl. Uh, she's not a fan. She's doing radio. Look, she and didn't she, even look uh, over. Dance mom. Walked by from dance mom or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, She's which the, is funny is because today I went into makeup early. I did a sketch with Weird Al Yankovic this morning. Nice. And uh, and I was in makeup and one of the makeup girls was like, is, the, is there a dance mom here yet? Is the dance mom here? And then I'm like, huh, I wonder if they're talking about the dance mom. And then I walked out to uh, past the lobby and sitting in that black stool that is right next to, uh, there's a black stool that's next to the interior lobby here. Leonard Malton, just sitting there, hanging out. And you're like... And I was like, this is weird. And you're like, you're not the dance mom. I'm like, you're Leonard Malton. <laughs> <laughs> With lots of disdain. Yeah. Like, finally, Malton, Myra. But I will say this, she's been here since 10 o'clock in the morning. I have no idea what she's been doing in the building. Would you topless wrestle Leonard Malton for $100,000? Yeah. $10,000? No. $20,000? No. $50,000? Yes. $40,000? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what topless wrestle means. It just means I take my shirt off and I wrestle in a Malton. Oh, dude, you wouldn't do that for like 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many people... <laughs> You would just go down and like, can you imagine when you're writing your autobiography? It's just like the chapter that everyone's dying to read. Like, I wrestle. I wrestle Leonard Malton. Yeah. I for kicked, $50 and, I, and I a pack of gum. Uh, and you, I wouldn't do and it. you won. Here's why I would win. Here's why I wouldn't do it. I have a weird thing. I don't even, I don't, I hate taking my shirt off. Hate it. You do. I, I do it like when I take a shower. I know, but it's Leonard Malton. But that's about it. I know <laughs> it's Leonard Malton. That's true. I, did, I saw uh, Cloverfield at a screening at Paramount, 
with uh, Doug Benson, and uh, we were sitting. We went into What's the screening room. The the that oh, not Cloverfield. I'm sorry, Super Eight. It was Super Eight. Okay. Uh, the kids and the, yeah, the kids and the alien. Yeah. Uh, and we sat down, and they're like, "In walks Leonard Maltin, sits in front of us." We thought it was cool. Because Doug has Doug loves movies. And yeah, yeah. The letter Malton game is a big component of Doug loves movies. Okay. And uh, we just, I just liked the fact that Letter Malton sat in front of us. I am still just <laughs> talking about you. You're just worried about wrestling shirtless wrestling, aren't you? I mean, I think it would be a huge career boost. <laughs> a huge for you. career boost. <laughs> That's your sex tape. That's my <laughs> my sex tape. <laughs> Could How you, many dicks do you suck in your sex tape? None. But None. I did wrestle Leonard Malton and I whooped his ass. <laughs> you beat him. Who who would not like? I don't know who would not watch. <clears throat> I can think of a lot of people who wouldn't watch. Uh, <laughs> my mom being you know, one like of your them. Your mom would be like, "It's so easy though." She sets a click on it. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, Matthew. Oh, Matthew. What are you doing? Oh, on Matthew. You? Oh, where's your shirt, Matthew? I don't. Oh, know look, that. it's Leonard Malton. <laughs> Leonard Malton down there. He likes movies. Uh, Leonard Malton's quick. <laughs> You wouldn't Let think him sneaky. You wouldn't think he's doing he, a rope with dope. You wouldn't think he was so he's just fast. He's agile. <laughs> you, go, you go Canadian. I know, you go I do. Canadian every time. I'm Matt's Canadian mother. Oh, hey Canadian gave, mom. Gave him up at birth. Oh, Canadian mom, I miss you. I gave gave him young Matthew up at birth because I just I was young. I was only fifteen. Oh. I got pregnant by an oil rig worker. Oh, North of Calgary. This sounds a lot like uh, Fubar 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Fubar 2 is fantastic. If you haven't seen Fubar and or Fubar, Fubar 2. But Fubar 2 is, they're both magical. Fubar 2 I have on Blu-ray. <clears throat> Fubar, I don't know if it's out on Blu-ray. But I don't think it is. Yeah, I have Fubar 2, which I think is so good. It's so funny. It's awesome. It was unexpected. I didn't expect it to be that funny. I didn't either. I, I was literally like, I uh, on the, it was one of the rare occasions where I was just laughing. Yeah, and my wife kept walking by because I think I was watching it on my iPad. Yeah, because I'd sort of been like, eh, I'll watch it. I think it was Jonah who was just like, I think Jonah brought it up. Yeah, Jonah told me to watch it. Yeah, and I was watching it on my iPad and I just couldn't stop fucking laughing. Yeah, it's really and the ending's fucking amazing. It is. Yeah, it is. It really is it's, good. It sneaks out and it and it's that's got a lots good of Christmas heart. movie. That's a good yes. Christmas movie. New Christmas movie. New Christmas movie recommendation. Fubar two. Fubar two. Balls to balls the wall. To the wall balls yep. to the wall. <clears throat> so watch that. But if you're looking for a different type of Christmas movie, Skyfall. Skyfall. <laughs> Skyfall. You're let's so talk excited about to it. talk about. Let's it. talk about Skyfall. Okay. okay. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about. I just want to talk about. I just want to... How... I just... Okay. First of all, yes, it was beautifully shot. And he will probably... I assume he'll get an Oscar nomination for cinematography. Probably. I mean, right? it depends who he's up against. Sometimes the rules of that are, like, different, where it's like they don't necessarily only reward it to big action movies. But I... What do you mean? I believe he will. Yeah. I mean, the movie looked great, and everybody saw it. So. It did. And it's Roger Deakins, generally. Yeah. He just gets nominated for whatever he's For being doing. Roger Deakins. Yeah. It's like Hans Zimmer or John Williams. Yeah. It's like, oh, you did something? Here's your nomination. Oh, there's a... Yeah. Here you go. There are blank nominations. Didn't like sheets. John Williams <laughs> literally get, Yeah. Didn't he get nominated like eight times? Like, wasn't it like two years ago where it was like he was nominated for like 
three different movies and oh i'm sure i'm sure that happens a lot zimmer i think was nominated for a couple of the same year too but it's just like i feel like there are at you know how you get the nomination certificate like they send you the nomination for certificate yeah uh like you don't get a statue obviously at first you get a nomination certificate and you have yeah, it yeah. framed uh, I'm sure they have a bunch, a stack of them filled just out, that are just pre-printed that have John Williams <laughs> on it, and that have Hans Zimmer on it, and that have uh, Spielberg on it. Yeah, there's like seven or eight people who you you can be sure if they do something, it'll get nominated. Well, look, Roger Deakins is one of the best TPs working today, so you know him getting nominated is not surprising. Right. But I, I I did think it was it was really it was really good looking. Really well made. Even if you watch the... Uh, well crafted. If you've seen the trailer, if you haven't seen the movie and you've just seen the trailer, you can see how good the movie looks just from that trailer. Yeah. Like those shots of him uh, in Macau when he's on the boat coming in on the water. Yeah. Like that stuff looks amazing. It was really... It, it was it, What I liked about it was that it was also... Um, it was, it was um, really well shot, really well crafted. And it was sort of stylized... <clears throat> right it was like it wasn't over stylized or and a lot of the style was actually in the set design yeah you know even that the one like when they're in macau and like when they're inside the building do you know who did like a lot of it was just like like they were doing like interactive lighting and and it was part of it was like they were building the sets which you, the sets are great do you know who did the set design for that movie no i wonder uh but yeah and i will say this about skyfall i think I, I really, really, really liked the Daniel Craig story, but I will say this. You remember how earlier I've said that I was confused about Scott saying that you could overlook its shortcomings? I will say this. There's a couple things that I I do have a bit of a problem with. You you <clears throat> there are some shortcomings. There I mean the timeline I don't care about that. So everything in the James Bond timeline, I don't care. I don't care if Judy Dench you know, however long she's been M or whatever, Bernard Lee, I don't care. I would never even understand that stuff, yeah. so it didn't really Don't even worry me. about that. Here's my problem with it, though. I'm going to go by the timeline of the Daniel Craig movies. This oh, falls into the trap of the Dark Knight Syndrome. Okay. The Dark Knight Syndrome, for me, is he retires after being Batman for... I never saw... 18 months maybe <laughs> he, he like he's batman bruce wayne is ba in the world of the dark knight trilogy yeah bruce wayne puts on the cowl and becomes batman for how long i don't know i will say like I've, a year and a half maybe he's batman yeah. doing batman-y type things and then he retires you know he puts hangs up the cowl uh-huh and that's that james bond treated like an old you know, son of a bitch in this in the Skyfall movie, like old, out of touch, been doing it too long. Yes. But if you look at the timeline of Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, which happened back to back, we only see him as James Bond and being James Bond for a total of like six months. Yeah, but that's sort of to me, it's like they're now I'm the one defending it's like <clears throat> to okay. me that movie is is about and this is part of the reason I actually liked it is like it embraced the idea of it as, you know, James Bond is just a mythology at this point. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like they embraced the idea of like, it's as opposed to being like, oh, Daniel Craig is the new James Bond. And as opposed to doing what you're saying, I think they're just throwing out the idea of like, 
He's obviously well in in the first in Casino Royale. Is he not James? Is he not double? No, I mean he just gets his at the very beginning of Casino Royale. He gets he his just gets his double oh seven status. Um, I, you know, I never saw the second one, so I like I think for me I don't have that issue because I never saw the the middle one. I came in right at this one, and it just was I was entertained. Oh, you didn't see Quano Salas? No, because everyone said it was a giant. I will say, I mean, and I've said it before, and, and, and I'll say it again to anybody who's listening. Uh, watch it back to back with Casino Royale. It's a lot better. It becomes a lot better. It becomes a part two of a, of Casino Royale. It becomes the half of a whole. I don't. Um, I don't really. I I just want to have enjoyed Skyfall and not worry. Skyfall about. is really good, and I what I like a lot about what Sam Mendes did with the with the with the movie is the homages that are in there that are that are maybe deliberate, maybe not deliberate, and the homages that are just sort of there to reward you. It's the 50th anniversary. Obviously, they knew yeah. that going into it. This would be the 50th anniversary of James Bond and so on and so forth. And I just really liked a lot of the stuff they do. Like that scene, there's a scene in the sky. Spoiler alert. We're going to start talking a little bit about spoilers uh, yeah. about Skyfall for probably the next, like, seven minutes yeah here's okay. here's spoiler number one there's no facials there's no facials in there's it no facials this does not there's, rank highly in scott's porno um so it's a terrible, celebrity porno movie it's a terrible <laughs> ranking there's no nipples uh but the uh judy dench almost there's almost a nipple you almost see some nip by judy uh the production designer by the way for skyfall was Dennis Gasner. Good job, Dennis. Dennis, you did a, a great job, by the way. Yeah, I know you've been waiting. Dennis, also the production to designer. Weigh, to weigh in. Production designer of some very good movies. Uh, Road to Perdition. Also Sam Mendes production. Yeah. Big Fish. One of the movies that makes me cry. Yeah. And The Truman Show. There you go. So uh, this guy, be on the lookout for Dennis Gasner. Yeah. Who seems to not need us to be on the lookout because he's getting plenty of work. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm getting laid every day, dude. I have a Gasner box. I'm gonna set. production design a cum shot. What? Facial. <laughs> wow. Don't know what that you was all about. He reached behind you and then and came up with what? nothing. nothing. <laughs> just air. What's this air, Scott? Um anyway, yeah. So like there's a scene uh here to me is you wanna know my the scene that um, the scene that I l- liked the least, the okay. scene that I was kind of like, eh, was um when the the spoiler, yeah, when the new Q takes the laptop and basically you know the viral takes over the whole city. That to me was like it was just staged way too over the top and it just seemed like it seemed like well you guys aren't really being very careful it just seemed very, yeah that you would plug in this <laughs> villain's computer into your server into everything. into everything and then james wan's like hey what's that and then they hit the button and then it's like you're all fucked yeah you know, that to me was like that to me was it was kind of like but i'll say this i was with the movie and i was like Eh, let's just let's but moving moving on. Yeah, <laughs> just ignore the fact that, that happened. Yeah, but I think part of I think part of why maybe why that might work is that the new Q was so young. Yeah, it was just like it. It was also like it just I, I 
am just getting bored with movies where it's like if you're ever if you ever get bottlenecked in a plot point, it's just like plug in a computer and and then seemingly do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, let's take over the power grid. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta you, hey, give me your smartphone. Yeah. I just took over the power grid. Now yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. Matt Mira. Uh it's Myra. <laughs> I don't know why you're talking to me like this. because uh, I'm the bad guy. Where's the power grid? Where's the power? I don't understand. <laughs> He's got control of the power He's grid. He's got the power grid. It's, Who it's let him plug into the power His grid? Smartphone controls the power grid now. Because that's a, what ta- needs to happen in the plot. He's got a tablet. <laughs> no, it just it feels it just feels too convenient. Computers are the modern day, just like, you know, it's the modern day like plot how to get over any plot point is to just plug in a computer. Yeah. And then some guy goes, I'm accessing the mainframe now. <laughs> there we go. I'll open all the doors. Ah, ah, ah. He didn't say the magic word. Ah, ah, ah. That's Nedry from Jurassic Park. Ah, guy. That's how my impressions work. I tell people what they were. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the Rich uh, Little. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know who he's talking about, He'll tell you. <laughs> and uh, now, here's my Phyllis Diller. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, here's my Phyllis Diller. Ah. Ah. Phyllis Diller, everybody. Scott ah. Mosier is a man of many voices. I had no idea. Um, here's Phyllis Diller talking to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I thought Javier Bardem was great. I thought great. he was great. I mean, I actually would say that when I was watching Skyfall, I was like, as far as it felt like a really what to me, it was like a great comic book movie in the sense of like a character that has a mythology and has history and, you know, and sort of like pulling all that stuff together and you know, having a couple little winks to the audience, but also it's like this this James Bond film to me was more about his mythology. And like, I don't know, I never read the book, so I don't know like mm-hmm. where he's from. Spoilers, spoilers. But it's like it kind of like um, the whole movie's about the past, really. Okay, okay, super Skyfall spoiler. Okay, starting right now. Even for me, even maybe for you. Uh, James Bond, the character of James Bond, was retconned to be from Scotland by Ian Fleming. Okay. The original author of James Bond. He did this after 1962, after Dr. No came out. Okay. Because he enjoyed Sean Connery's performance so much. That he wanted to. That he wanted to explain the Scottish accent for James Bond in the novels. Gotcha. So what he did was he went back and wrote the backstory for James Bond as being from Scotland, having parents, Andrew and uh, Tracy. No, that's his wife's name. Andrew and whatever. Uh, his parents yeah, dying yeah. and uh, whatever. And uh, that they had, uh, that they lived in Scotland. Yep. So that that part of it only exists because Sean Connery was so good at playing James Bond. <clears throat> and, and, and Skyfall is not based on a book. Skyfall is not based on a book. But that idea that's in the spoiler... That idea that's in the movie is what you're saying partially, right? Partially. Well, that idea. No, but that is that is. Well, what the the nice thing they did about it, the nice thing that they did with it, Robert uh, Weed or Weedy. How do you say Robert's name? 
You know, know the writer. No, I don't know. Uh, I mean, apologies, and John Logan and uh, Purvis. Yeah, Neil Purvis. Uh, those are the writers. They uh, what they did was they went back and in, into the into the Bond novels. Yeah, and and were able to sort of call together call together a story, which I think is uh fantastic. Good good on them for doing that. Uh, so what you have is Skyfall. And the if you watch the opening credits again, you've already seen it once. I don't know if you'll ever see it again, but in the opening credits, you do see the Skyfall home in the opening credits. Yes. Which is something you probably don't notice the first time you see it. No, why would you? Yeah, exactly. But oh. it is, I mean, it is, it's really, I was just very, very happy. You're happy that It's just I... Robert Wade. I don't know why I thought weed or something like that. Uh, uh, you're just happy. Javier Bardem too, by the way. Great, he, great Bond villain. He's awesome. Great Bond villain. And I, there's a spoiler alert. There is a visual effect that, like, I thought that effect was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. I, I did like it, but uh, I thought it was. I thought I thought it worked for the story. Yeah, uh, so I was okay with it. Uh, but he was he. He was a great Bond villain because his motive was clear. Yes. He wasn't like and he was and, and I think that that's why I liked it because there was something I thought that this movie was about him. Yeah. As opposed to just it was about him as a person and, and about his relationships and it was about it was actually about something. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of times it's just like not a, it's just about him stopping the bad guy and getting pussy. Right. Now look, I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what I want to grow up to be. We all do. <laughs> Stop <laughs> the bad guy, get some pussy. But yeah, no, Harvey and Harvey Bardeen, this is the way he played it with I think just the he had the perfect Bond villain mix of humor and and menacing. Yes. You know, menace, 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 yeah, Yeah, the perfect mix of humor and menace. Uh, and I and I think that that worked out really, really well because he's so he is so menacing in No Country for Old Men. I mean, he's always great, yeah. So just the fact that he's in it, um, you know, you're in for a treat, but it's good. And you know what? I, I was like, I will admit it, like, and maybe I just am not. In, and I'm not here's the thing I'm into James Bond as much as I'm into Batman maybe a little bit more yeah I might I might say I'm more into James Bond but not really I'm yeah. not that guy I don't, I'm right not, but uh I just like I got I was sucked in by it like when they finally got spoilers when he got it back to Skyfall and uh Albert Finney yeah was there I was like and and Knowing that, like, oh, here's this character in all these years, there's never been, like, suddenly it was like, here's this character very familiar with him. Yeah. It was, like, a really interesting dimension. And that's why, like, I remember people going, like, well, it's kind of three movies. Like, it, it's all three acts are kind of different, very different. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I liked how, like, the end of the movie is, like, it's it goes from huge to really contained, which is an interesting choice. Like... Like all these types of movies go from like, yeah, big to bigger to bigger, and then by the end it's just like on right. top of on top of the Eiffel Tower, yeah, with a blimp and hookers. <laughs> You're just talking about a view to a kill. <laughs> yeah, it's like 
Usually they end on like on a giant satellite dish or yeah. a fucking on in stealth space boat. Yeah, or a fucking boat, yeah. you know Hoover Dam or or whatever. And this one actually goes the opposite, where it's like it kind of opens. It opens. Uh, it opens big. On it a op- big. It opens big, like they normally which, do. And which, in the middle, yeah. it has. In the middle, it has some scope to it. Yeah. And then, but it ends in this sort of very exciting yet contained thing, where it's like, where are you going to set the ending? Which is like the polar opposite. And what it is is like, um, you know, his spoiler alert, his childhood home. Yeah. And it's like, it resonated to me to see that. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, here's this character that's always been sort of intentionally, yeah, intentionally kept secret. Yeah. And him going back to this place and, and sort of Albert Finney sort of being there and realizing that I didn't realize he was an orphan. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. That, I that, that seems to be like the go to thing. thing. We should just create a character right now. Who's an orphan? Think of all the famous orphans. Annie, Annie, Batman. <laughs> no, I mean that's the thing. That's oh, the- as opposed to the Avengers, they should do awesome orphans, and it's Annie, Annie, Batman, yeah. James Bond. I mean, they don't have to call it awesome orphans, but and the cast of Silver Spoons. <laughs> Were they orphans? Weren't they? Wasn't he just taking care of them? Ricky wasn't he the Schroeder? caretaker? Yeah, wasn't he the care? Like, wasn't the dad? No, no, no. His mom died. I think it was like his. I thought it was like his real dad. Oh, was it? Yeah, they're two Sorry. silver spoons together. There's well, got to be another. Well, then who's Gary Coleman? Dick, Gr- who's Gary Coleman? Yeah, that's that's what's happening. That's <laughs> I don't know what what was that called? Yeah, what's happening with Willis? Yeah, yeah. No, what's yeah? What was the name of fucking Arnold show? The fucking Gary Coleman show? Wasn't it? What's happening? No, what's happening? What's happening is with Florida? Yeah. Uh. It was a terrible show. They were orphans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, pretty the, obvious. The Gary Coleman show was orphans. Yeah. Whatever that was. And why is that so obvious? Because <laughs> there's a fucking, the whitest man in the world. Well, that's Silver Spoons. No. Silver Spoons was Ricky Schroeder. And different he, strokes. Different strokes. <laughs> different strokes. Wow. Different strokes. Make world. I, uh, Todd Bridges, Dana Plato, Gary Coleman, yeah, Conrad Bain, yeah, he was the he was the he white, was the he was the white, the super white dude owner, and they were orphans, <laughs> and they could be in the movie. I don't know, they could be in the movie. Yeah, they cast <laughs> some different strokes. What the fuck is Silver Spoons then? Silver Spoons was Ricky Schroeder. I'm pretty sure that it was Ricky Schroeder's mom got pregnant. And I think she dies, and so he has to go live with his dad. And I don't know if his dad knew about him. And he's, like, really wealthy. So Codrad Bane is not the dad in Silver Spoons? No, it's somebody else. It's a totally different show. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm blowing your fucking mind. Spoiler alert, Silver Spoons is about... (laughs) 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 Spoiler alert, Silver <laughs> Spoons is an American sitcom that aired on NBC from September 25th, 19... Guess the year. September 25th, Silver Spoons. September 25th, 19 what? When did it start? Yeah. 82. Correct. When did it go off the air? 83? No. 7. 87. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, here's the deal. Silver Spoons is an American 
sitcom that aired on NBC September 25th, 1982 to May 11th, 1986 in first run syndication on September 15th, 1986 to March 4th, 1987. So it was on NBC. Yeah. Canceled. Then picked up for first run syndication. So they got another season out of it. Bang. Good for them. Because they had more stories to tell. Show's title refers to the wealthy family and to the expression for rich children are born with silver spoons in their mouths. Uh, in the pilot episode, Ricky Stratton, who's played by Ricky Schroeder, arrives at the mansion of the father he was never met to introduce uh, to introduce himself, move in, and get to know him. Edward Stratton Third epitomized the phrase overgrown child. He never taken responsibility for anything in his life, including his toy business, Eddie's Toys. Yeah. He had a toy business? This show sounds amazing. Yeah, he had like a big train that ran through. I remember the train. I always remember the intro to shows. Two silver spoons together, you and I, or silver fucking spoons. Listen to this. Ricky recognizes that his dad needs to grow up, and Edward thinks his son is too uptight and needs to have more fun while he's still young. I think Ricky came out of the military academy. Is when he shows up. I think he was winning his Air Force Blues or something like that. This is... And he's just like, Dad, you've got no... You're just... You're fucking... His dad... Like, if they made it today, they should update the show. His dad could just be fucking... Dad, you need to grow up, Dad. Dad, you need to grow up. All you do is sit around and smoke weed and make toys. <laughs> uh, son, I think you're a little uptight. Try this weed. Son, have a hit of this. Oh, that Fal- would be the modern equivalent. Alfonso Ribeiro was on this program. Yeah. Now you're cooking with gas, dude. I remember now. Anyway, famous orphans. <laughs> oh, what? But he's not an orphan. Silver Spoons is not about orphans. Right. So he can't be in it. But no. the folks from Different Strokes can be in it. I mean, Ricky Schroeder might have played an orphan. Oh, wow. <sighs> that was the beginning of the Silver Spoons, Silver Spoons theme song. I don't even like that show, so I kind of feel like we've talked about it too much. Okay. What show did you like? 1980, 1982, Scott Mosier. How old are you? You're what? Seven? Nine? Wow. Nine, ten, ten? I'm uh, 12? 71. So I'm nine. 11. Yeah, I'm 11. So you're 11 years old. I'm 11 years old. 1982 living in, rolls Living on. in Port Moody, Canada. What show do you get excited about? Port Moody, Canada, the local stations, probably Channel 13. You turn it on. I'm like, Fall Guy. Fall Guy's on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fall Guy is a show about a stunt, uh, a stunt man. Uh, I'm assuming that most of the people who listen to the, like, Spoilers. Listen to the show don't know what Fall Guy was. <laughs> Spoiler really? alert, everybody. Spoiler, Fall Guy. Fall Guy is about a Fall stunt guy. man. Fall Guy is Lee Majors. <laughs> yep. Um, is a is a stunt guy, and uh, I can't remember who the other dude was. But then Heather Locklear. Oh, Heather Locklear. She was in it, and she was his like I don't know. She was the hot girl who was around. But he was a stunt guy, and he'd always get like mixed up in murders. Because he was like a stunt that. guy. Wasn't he a stunt guy in Vegas? No, he had like a cabin in the woods. Do you remember? I might jump and open. He sings, oh, he yeah, sings yeah, yeah. a theme song. Yes. He literally said, I might jump and open drawbridge. <laughs> I might Tarzan from a vine. Because I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
1982, Port Moody, Canada. Scott Moser sits down every Thursday night. Shut up, mama. What the fuck up? He's a, he's, he's a cowboy this week. <laughs> no, it was always like, and I remember Terry Post was his lawyer. Oh, I don't remember. Terry Post, wasn't she on, um, what's her name, who was on Night Court? Yes. Marky Post. Marky Post, Marky yeah, yeah. Post, Terry Post. Good Marky. set of tits on Marky Post. Marky Post was on the show, too. She was on, She was the, his lawyer, I think, or his agent. His agent or his lawyer. Ball Guy was good. 1982, though, were you a Knight Rider fan? I would watch some Knight Rider. I would watch some A-Team. Mm-hmm. I would watch some Dukes of Hazard. Ah, the Dukes. See, all those shows... By 82, that wasn't Coy and Vance years, right? That was still Bo and Luke. Yeah, I was over after Wopat left. (laughs) 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 Folks, you'd be laughing if you could see Scott being embarrassed by himself right now. I don't even... I don't know why I stopped watching. I just like the idea that I was like... Fucking stormed away. I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wolfpat's gone. Wolfpat was the show. What am I going to watch? Enos now? <laughs> Remember there was an Enos spin up? Yeah, there was an Enos spin up. <laughs> that show, I was a huge Dukes of Hazard fan when I was a kid. See, but that was like, remember when we were growing up? Like, that was the show where it's like, I think it was like, they were literally tailor made for guys our age because it was just like, it's just cars, Dukes, oh. Fall Guy, Dukes of Hazard, Knight Rider, Knight Rider. And A Team, not so much. A Team was but the A Team. The van wasn't A-team sexy was enough. It was a sausage party. <laughs> <laughs> the van wasn't sexy enough. Um, but there was like more like Fall Guy and Dukes of Hazard just had that thing of just like random car chases. I can't tell you what it was actually about. It wasn't really about anything other than like you got a hot girl, you got <sighs> a theme song, Catherine from Catherine Bach. Oh, she was yeah. so hot. She did not age well. <laughs> In case you're listening, Catherine Bach. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Catherine Bach. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck no, but I wanted, I so badly, I wanted a 69 Dodge Charger so bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you wanted to fuck her. <laughs> well, that too. Gosh, she was fucking, she well, was super like, hot. I, thought, I literally thought she you were going to say, like, hot. I really wanted a 69 <laughs> Catherine Bach. I was just like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was seven years old, I really wanted to just put it between her legs. I just, um, that's how a 69 works, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It does not work like that. <laughs> No, but the oh man, her Daisy Dukes. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, she got I, shorts named after her. I had uh, I had a Heather Locklear poster uh, in my. I had she was a, I think she was in a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing a pink. Ma, my Heather Locklear poster came. <laughs> She's in a jacuzzi. <laughs> She's really sweaty. I know. I can't tell if it's the sweat. Or if the jacuzzi's misting on her. <laughs> Who would fucking want that kid? <laughs> <laughs> How awful would it be? <clears throat> Your mom's just downstairs going like, he just keeps talking. He just can't. He, he just, just keeps yelling. He's just talking about everything around him. He's not saying anything. 
just talking about? No, there was a Heather Locklear poster, and she was wearing a pink bikini, and uh, she was... I think I remember that she poster. She was wearing a pink bikini, and I think she was in a hot tub. Yeah, that was like was the... That was the generation after the Farrah Fawcett poster. Yeah. That was oh, the yeah. generation after the Dirk Diggler Farrah Fawcett poster. Yeah, I was... I, that was... Those shows were great, man. Those shows, because those shows were just like... What about Simon and Simon? I love Simon, Simon, and, Simon, Simon and Simon. I liked a lot. Simon and Simon was fucking great. I saw leather... I saw we had a G4 wardrobe sale out here. Oh, yeah? And there was a brown leather jacket that looked just like a Simon and Simon jacket. And it was too small. I wanted to Did buy it. Did they fly in the big pink helicopter? What was that show? That like Pink old, helicopter? Yeah, like a giant helicopter. We think of a red helicopter? They had a helicopter. Magnum? Right? No, no, no. Somebody had like a big helicopter with like teeth painted on the front. Like that a... was Airwolf. No, 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 man. I'm telling you. Hang on, I'm looking it up now. <laughs> I th- I'm telling you, like I swear it was them. I swear it was like the brother. What was it? AJ and uh, what was it? What was the theme song to that? I swear to God, the the brother that was like not a Sikorsky. Neat. It was a Sikorsky. Yeah, <laughs> it was a Sikorsky helicopter. Yeah, and it was like, and they had painted like like you would on like a bomber or something, like these giant teeth, and it was pink. I remember it was pink, and it was like the weird brother, not the weird one. He wasn't weird. He was just like the more disheveled one. There was a Magnum PI and a Simon and Simon crossover. Oh, we know what you're gonna do when you get home. <laughs> what um yeah it was a helicopter all helicopter show i like simon and simon and that dude who is the dude who is the other guy the one guy is fucking great and um comes back on deadwood and he's fucking great what gerald mccraney is he with the one with the mustache yeah yeah he's right yeah Yeah. he's in deadwood and he's great he does a great Gerald mccraney he did major dad right (laughs) I don't know about that. I'm, I, I block I, I, things like that out. I don't want. I I always want to remember Joe. Yeah, Joe McCraney. Joe McCraney. No, best known for Simon and Simon, Major Dad, and Promised Land. And he was a regular on the first season of Jericho and the final season of Deadwood. He was Joe yeah, McCraney. He's really good. Joe McCraney. Awesome. Everybody. He was my favorite of the Simon and Simons. I Me liked too. him more than uh, Parker. Um, I was a big Simon and Simon fan. Can you tell me the years Simon and Simon aired from until? This is a Scott guessing game here. The new Phoebe segment. I feel like it was. I feel like I was. This ran for my entire adolescence. <laughs> did it? Was it early, like seventy nine, or was no. it more like eighty three? It was eighty nine, November twenty fourth, nineteen eighty one. Okay. Until January twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. Wow, year I graduated from high school. Man, Simon and Simon was good shit. Simon and Simon, they should bring back. But they can't bring it back. Why not? Do you remember they tried to bring back the Rockford Files? Yeah, I do remember when they did that. And they also remember when they tried to bring back Knight Rider? Yeah. I mean, that that at least I'm like, there's a car. It could have worked. Rockford Files, I'm like, those shows, Rockford Files is James Gardner. Yes. Like, so you bring in somebody else, it's like, yep. better be somebody interesting. Yeah. Might as well just make a movie. But then it's just like, who? what's the Rockfile movie? It's about a guy in a trailer. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I would go see it. <laughs> Whenever you think of a trailer, you think of Ed Asner and Jack Lemmon and JFK. 
Then he goes back to the trailer and his files are all out of place. Oh, he's like, where are my files? I always lock my files. You sneaky little. <laughs> he gets all mad. <laughs> I always lock my files. <laughs> what else does he say? Uh, the, li- the line that, the, uh, for, is, for some reason in my head, JFK uh, is one of my all-time favorite movies, but for one, for one, for some reason or another, the scene that always sticks in my head is uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Kevin Costner when he's interviewing him. Yeah, and, go- <laughs> and Cost for some reason it sticks in my head because Tommy Lee Jones goes, uh, "Mind if I smoke?" and Kevin Costner goes, "How could I?" <laughs> Just that that little interaction for some reason is since what it's nineteen ninety two has been wow. stuck in my head. There's a lot. There's Mind a if lot I of... smoke? How could I? Can you imagine anything more uncouth than Frankie? <laughs> uh, where he's talking about the log yes. table. I love that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. That is a great, great, it's a movie. great movie. I mean, it might be rife with historical inaccuracies, but it matter. It got, it's got some fucking great performances. John Candy, oh, John yeah. Candy's fantastic in that. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I put on a fair a pair of uh, Wayfarers, I look like John Candy in that movie. So do you do it? You're as stupid as your mama. No, you're as crazy as your mama, right? <laughs> yeah, you're as crazy as you're your as mama. Crazy as mama. Government gonna jump all over your head, Jimbo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, we've seen JFK. Yeah. I've uh, seen that movie. That was back in the heyday when I used to watch movies. Like I've probably seen that movie like 30, I've I've seen it probably thirty times. I've, I've probably seen it twenty times. Not that not I've not seen thirty. It but a I've, lot. I, would, I, would <laughs> I have that on Blu-ray. That That's out. a Blu-ray. That's a Blu-ray purchase. Well, I can't like now. I like even thinking about it. I just don't want to. Like I wouldn't go back and watch it now. I watched it so much, but I, it's I definitely. Uh, it's one of those movies, though. Would you say it's accurate to say for you? It's like one of those movies that if you're flipping the channels, you see it on, you'll stop and watch it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. Do, I never flick around in channels. I don't. Know but that's got some. That's <laughs> that movie is stacked. Yeah, that movie is stacked. Oh, fucking Donald Sutherland coming! Donald in, Sutherland like coming in, in his, his third act. Yeah, all of a sudden, and he just fucking slays it. Oh god! And like, uh, Lori, uh, what's her name from Roseanne? She's great in it too. Yeah, yeah. The Rooker's good in it. Yeah. God, every every fucking you got Kevin Costner, you got Tommy Lee Jones, you got Joe Pesci in his prime. Yeah, you got prime like, Joe with Pesci, a freaky looking like with fucking wig. weird wig. <laughs> When you he just like breaks down. <laughs> fucking you fuck me. Fuck, fuck me. One weakness. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray as Jack Ruby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oswald. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember then they made the whole Oswald, the whole Jack Ruby movie with uh, Danny Aiello? No. Yeah. Like shortly thereafter, they made. Oh, I don't remember that at all. An entire. I'm pretty sure it's Danny Aiello as Ruby. It's called Ruby. Oh, now I remember it. Yeah, it's just about that. It's just about him. Uh, but back, let's go back to that cast for a little bit for a second. The uh, fucking Gary Oldman. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, he had that weird way of talking. Yeah, I just I'm a patsy. I just I just want to say I'm a patsy. patsy What are we doing here, this family? God damn it. Is Ileana Douglas, does she play his wife? No, it's like an actual Russian. Oh. 
I don't know what she she's in it though. It's been a little while since I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't buddy. seen it in a while. But Costner's fucking great. Movie. Costner's great in that movie. Great looking movie. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Like, did they cut the scene out where they try to accuse him? I can never remember if it was the deleted scene or not, where they accuse him of they try to catch him in the bathroom with a dude. Like he's in the airport. Oh, with Kevin are, Costner. Yeah, and they're falling around, and somebody's just like, "Where are you going?" And like they try to get him and trap him in like this kind of like, oh, he was getting his facial in the bathroom. <laughs> there you go again, Scott. Everything we I'm do just is trying a to make it. Just trying <laughs> to make it back more exciting. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's a good movie, everybody. If you need a Kevin Bacon game movie, yeah, that's a, that's what attaches him to. Come on, you can attach to anybody. Um, yeah. So our Phoebe sees this week is go see. JFK, and you know it's a you know it is a watchable, very watchable movie. Not as good, but Nixon is a very watchable movie. Nixon, yeah, I will say Nixon is something that if when it used to be on Showtime a lot, and I used to watch it whenever it was on. It's it's like it's it. I think that like it's so funny. I think my expectation was so high based on JFK that I'm mm-hmm. like, this is gonna fuck it. Yep. And then the first time I watched it, I was like, eh. but then like I think I saw it again. I was like, it's a it's a really watchable film. What about what do you think of Hoffa? Hoffa, nah, nah, nah. I'm not with a you. Huge we fan. agree on Hoffa. I was not a huge fan. Scott Moser and I like, agree on, Hoffa. and I do like Danny DeVito. I'm a huge Death to Smoochie fan. Oh, I love Death to Smoochie. Yeah, I, I love, love Death to Smoochie. I that it was is such great. a weird movie. Yeah, I was so into Robin it. Williams, Ed Norton. That's it. Yeah, that is a good movie. <laughs> Who directed that? Danny DeVito is like the one. Danny that, DeVito directed that? It was the one like he did that in his career. He was on a roll and he did Death to Smoochie and like got kind of knocked down. And then he did um he did the duplex. Oh, yeah. With uh, Stiller, Stiller and uh, Drew Barrymore. Which is not, which I'm, is not good either. I haven't seen it. But Death to Smoochie was like when he was uh, up at the top of his game and or sort of. Yeah, but he yeah. was near it. It hurt it. It hurt his career because it was like an exp- I saw an expensive the movie. I remember I seeing it in the theater. I remember yeah. me and Brian Johnson saw it, and we were like, "This is fucking awesome." We were yeah. alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally- Why is no one else in here? This yeah. is great. We definitely. I, we both. Thought, we were. I remember us both going like, "Fucking movie is so funny." The. Uh- it's just dark and like weird and like I get why nobody wants to see it, but I thought that movie was funny. It's. Yeah, but it was like it, it was the right time, <clears throat> seemingly the right time for that movie, because the whole smoochy thing is like, oh, let's kill Barney kind of yeah. a thing. You know what I mean? People, are like, oh, they'll want to see that kind of thing because everyone hates Barney. Uh, but that's a movie I haven't seen in a long. I saw that. I don't maybe know if it the holds theater. up. Maybe I saw it in the theater. And that's it. I don't know if it holds up. I'll admit that. I just yeah. remember the first time I watched it, I would laugh. There was a bunch of like really weird shit that made me laugh. That's the smoochy. Watch it, kids. The. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, JFK, phenomenal. JFK, I, I, I really do. I re- I do recommend Skyfall. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. it was Skyfall a, it was does fun. a lot of great things. The, the the but the scene I was going to talk about, my favorite looking scene in the movie, is in the skyscraper in Singapore. Yeah, that's great. But that's like <clears throat> it takes a sort of. That's where it's like the set design is yeah. what's great about that scene. It's like, the but. Way- this is just the the, the 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 sheer look when they're fighting each other, and their faces get illuminated for a second. When like every time the gun goes off, yeah. Oh. But the sil the but the it's the the whole thing is like 
the set with the with the giant um signs in the background the giant electric billboard mm-hmm. switching yeah. is like what you know and then that's what creates the silhouettes while they're fighting yeah. ah that was it's just really well made yeah it's and really that, it's really well made and it's like look there's 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 plot things or whatever but generally speaking it's pretty simple yeah which to me is like my argument was like i don't want to watch movies where it's like i have to like these movies should be about simple ideas and and that's why like the computer thing to me becomes a real like uh this isn't simple this is just kind of like I don't even understand. Like, I get a little bit like, why is he taking over everything? Like, he's doing it to escape. But it's like, uh, if I had gotten the role that I originally auditioned for in the Skyfall deleted scene of me as Q, I would you wouldn't. Like, I got been. a real problem with this, guys. I'm not going to plug this computer into our service. How about this, guys? This, <laughs> this computer is probably a trap. And nobody, and, and definitely it's like one of those things where it's like, if I'm the bag, if you ever capture your arch nemesis if you ever capture a really evil person and he gets put into the prison and he's really calm mm-hmm. he's probably got something planned i'm just telling everybody right now listen when you come across this problem in your daily life and you imprison somebody also I a just, genius and they're smiling and they're just kind of like fuck you i'm fine something's wrong yeah, and then when they, and then when you plug in the lot, somebody should have been like, "Did you see him in uh, the basement? He looks so calm. Like, don't plug that computer in. He looks fine. <laughs> he looks like there's this is all his uh, a plan. Which is which is like, yeah, there's problems to me with the movie. That being one of them, where it's like it all seems like he's acting like. Why are you acting like you're fine? You just got caught. It's like obviously. Obviously, if I was smart, which there's smart people there, they're going like, he's up to something. Like, something fucked up is going on. Because look at that dude. Like, he doesn't look mad. Javier Bardem, his... uh, (laughs) He looks really happy. His, I will say this, his death scene... Spoiler alert, everybody. James Bond wins. Uh, (laughs) But his his death scene in the... uh, It's just so... It's so perfect. Just his reaction to when he gets killed... That is my favorite thing in the movie. That was another thing, too, where it's like I felt like, once again, like the size of that movie in a way gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And it really, this is a spoiler alert, but I feel like the movie just becomes something simple. It does. It goes from, I don't know if it gets, I mean, maybe it does sort of get smaller and smaller. And I've heard a lot of people talking about like how they have a problem with like, uh, Javier Bardem's character planning all this stuff and then his big plan to get Judy Dench is to go into Parliament and, and shoot her like with guns instead of like making something I'll, cool I'll happen. Ag- I'll agree with that where it's like, you know, it's part of the conceit of like no brilliant, no, no bad guys ever have really simple plans, you know? Yeah. Like, where you're just like, well, if you just put all this effort into just fucking blowing her head off, she'd be dead already. Matt's taking a picture of me. Yeah, I got a new camera. You blinked. Yeah, I so do I that. To... Why did you blink? That's part of my... It's not, uh, that's not what's supposed to happen, Scott. Um, there are definitely some issues with the movie. I'm not saying that there aren't. I think that his plan to to his, like, evil plan is very simple. Well, his motivation is very simple. His plan is a little convoluted. 
which all bad guys in movies have convoluted his plan plans. is not i will say this his plan is not as convoluted as i have seen no it's not and and i kind of looked past the fact that i thought it was a little bit convoluted i just didn't i i enjoyed myself i'm saying it right here i'm not and it's rare i'm not i'm not gonna like fault scott for this but it's rare for him to actually enjoy a movie um, I enjoy, um, I enjoy movies when they do a really good job at what they're trying to do. Yeah. And that to me is like, I think that what Bond intended to do, what Sam Mendes and those guys, the movie they intended to do, the level of humor and action and emotion and blah, blah, blah. I feel like they really achieved that. A lot of other movies, like, I mean, <clears throat> I know that I think that Dark Knight sadly didn't manage to do a lot of the stuff that it was setting out to do. Mm -hmm. I could tell kind of what its intention was, but it's like it got so convoluted that it didn't quite manage to do that. Like, I thought if they'd taken out some of the, like, the 40 minutes of clean energy bomb stuff yeah, and spent more time, like, letting the character sort of... Like, I liked the idea that he was, like, this guy had just been ass shit kicked and was broken and yeah. suddenly was like holy fuck I gotta come back mm -hmm. but it just felt that felt so fast it felt kind of like very abbreviated where he kind of came back and like it felt like a simple it just felt like if it was simpler it would have been more enjoyable because you could have gotten into more of the sort of um you could have had more character stuff there's just the, too much plot stuff for the me the dark knight rises if you think about the Dark Knight Rises, if it had been somebody from Alfred's past, you know, maybe his past in the military when he was in World War II or whatever the fuck, I don't know what the floating timeline would make Alfred in now. Maybe Vietnam. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like, if someone from Alfred's past was gunning for Alfred, don't you think that gives Batman the motivation for a nice, simple story? Well, even like the Batman part where it's like he basically is. I think you could have seen what's stupidest there. Thing I ever said, but anyway. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you much credit for that. One. Don't. I don't gonna, deserve it. We should probably cut that out. No, it's fine. No, no, no. Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think if I, I actually think the Batman plot. I I think the basic ideas could have worked. I just think there's too many. I think there's so many things thrown in there that you're just like. You know, they could only get up to like out of with so many ideas, they all went up to five. You know, they only got five out of it. They only had time to, to right. sort of build five to ten. So if they'd have had more, if they'd have removed a couple of things and just focused on those things, I think it really would have elevated the whole movie because you would have been able to spend more time exploring certain ideas. But that's just me. And I'm sure a bunch of people will say, that I'm an asshole because I like one movie. I like Skyfall and I don't like Dark Knight because generally speaking, if you express an opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, everybody. It's someone's just, always an asshole. Someone's always going to have a problem with your someone's opinion. And an that's asshole. why everybody has opinions. I'm an asshole most of the time. I so. think we should agree on one thing, though. Yeah. I think everyone can agree on the facial thing and these celebrity sex right. types. I there needs everyone, to be more. Well, I just think. Or one. There needs to be one. I think we should demand them. I think if they're going to bother to do I it. I want no more celebrity sex tapes without a facial. Scott Moser, do you get behind that? I get behind it. 
I feel like we as a public demand, I think we need to demand that if we're going to let these things catapult these people into stardom, superstardom. Yeah. Like, and all this money, like we should see some facials, some dirty shit, like just (laughs) fucking nasty shit. I want to see a donkey piss on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Then I could get behind it. I'd be like, look, she got a, she let a donkey piss on her. Like the like the Chuck Berry tape of the olden times. Yeah, like there's like let's go back to the simpler times, huh? Yeah, when Chuck Berry wanted to pee on girls. Like why do I got like like this? Just to bring it all back to the beginning, it's just like why do I got to suck a dick for thirty million dollars? It's like like make people eat poo. Like if if we're gonna let these people become huge celebrities, <laughs> make people eat poo. <laughs> let's 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 do it for something that's just like anyone could suck a dick. Here, here. Anyone with a here, mouth. Here, here. Anyone can suck a dick. I feel like Jimmy Stewart at the end of the <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. Or any of those movies. He always <laughs> made like, a speech. <laughs> I don't have your money. It's a. It's in. It's in Scott's house and Matt's house. That's, it's a sex tape. I think we should. He's sex tape. Just let, let let someone come on your face, ladies. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, just there's a problem with our sex tape. If I wanna. If I want to shit on your on your on your face, I I let's, we let's, should do it. Let's stop making people famous for just blowjobs. Let's we need we need facials and anal sex. We need <laughs> the people versus Amy Stewart. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Like, if we're going to make people famous, which we are, make them do fucking make them do shit that's more gnarly. Make them videotape doing stuff that you're just like, oh my god, I would never do that. I would never eat like ostrich shit. I would never. Wouldn't you smear myself with poo? Would you eat? Would you drink that tea? That uh, that coffee? That's very expensive coffee that is uh, like made yeah, out of elephant not, dung. Not elephant dung. Yeah, isn't there an elephant dung coffee? I don't know. I know there's that coffee that's like there's that there's that certain animal that eats. Coffee beans and, and shits, shits them out, out yeah. and then they make coffee with that. I hear that's really expensive. But I've never heard of elephant dung. Coffee. I thought I saw one. I thought it was elephants. I don't know. But you would eat. You would drink that. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like gonna wash it. It's pretty gross. It's not like Scott, you're pretty it. gross right now. <laughs> I mean, look. If you took a, if I took your phone, yeah, and I smeared it with shit, uh huh. Would you ever use it again, even if it got cleaned, or you just get a new phone? I don't know. I guess I'd get a new phone. <laughs> I never thought of anyone smearing shit on my phone. <laughs> what if you dropped your phone in like a pile of dog shit? Did you get a new phone? Probably. You just can't take it? I just don't want I just don't want to chance it. <laughs> chance what? Shit. Like falling in my mouth somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I just don't want to chance it, Scott. I just can't. I've chanced it before. It's just not something I'm ready to do. Um, I, all I'm saying is, if Kim Kardashian had eaten a bowl of poo, mm-hmm. I would be like, "Wow, it's fucked up." I wouldn't do that. And would you be watching, keeping up with the Kardashians? No, but at least I would be like, on the off chance that she eats bowl of poo on the show. I mean, I can only watch her eat a bowl of poo for maybe a second before I get grossed out. <laughs> But at least I could sit there and go like, wow, like I would like at least it would be like one of those things where it'd be like, hey, would you eat a bowl of poo for this amount of money? And be like, ooh, 
Like, at least I would struggle with it. And then if she did it, I'd be like, oh, I struggle with that. So she's... So <laughs> she's obviously gone through something. Yeah, like, I'd be like, well, at least she, she, at least she's got something going on. Like, at least she's like, she can do something I can't. That would be something. Yeah, I would be more impressed with that. I'd be like, that wow, would, I couldn't eat a bowl. But that would be the bare minimum, would be her to be eating a bowl of shit. Yeah. <sighs> I think we learned Very a lot tired. on today's feed, everybody. <laughs> Well, it's just we've gone an hour and 13 minutes. Wow. It was a fast-moving Phoebe. All over the place. We were we just bounced everywhere. And I, uh, did, and I almost didn't show up. And just, and Scott almost didn't show up because he was in a foul, quote, foul mood. I did. And I said, are we just going to have a really ornery Scott on the podcast? And I got to say, Scott, you let that you left that shit outside. I'm a pro. You let that shit outside. You oh, came in. You sat down. Fucking professional. And you dropped it for the Feebles. I did. I let it go. Thank you, Feebles, for listening to this uh, program. Yeah, we didn't do Feeb reads, reads or Feeb bag. bag. Go get your Feeb t-shirts. Go get your Feeb t-shirts. Now, I'll tell you why we didn't do Feeb bag. We didn't get that many emails. So I'm saying this week, please send us some emails. Scott and I will read them. Because all uh, people want to email about is the porno. Yeah, the we're, woods we, we're done with that. Don't worry about it. We understand that it is a thing that happened uh, and still happens. So email us something else. Ask us a question. You want to ask a question? We'll answer a question. About anything. You want to write it? Yeah. Can honestly Obviously be we'll about, anything, about anything, and Scott and I will attempt to answer. If you ask us, you know, uh, why the pyramids are shaped that way, Scott and I will make up an answer to that. I... <laughs> just geometrically, it's the most sound shape. Oh, okay. That's the, I just made that up. Oh, you made it up? Yeah, basically I just made up that, that answer. Because... That's, that's what I did. Uh... Oh my god, I was watching Ancient square. Aliens. Have you ever seen Ancient Aliens? I was flipping the channels, it was on, and guess, I was like, let me stop. Guess, guess if I've seen Ancient Aliens. Never, you've never seen it. Uh, I stopped just to watch it for a second. They were talking about these uh, ruins in um, in Mexico, older than the Aztec civilization. And they're talking about these very smoothly cut rocks that are 13,000 years old. Yeah. And they, uh, they're fit together so tightly that they seem to be fused together. <laughs> And their ex- one of the guys' explanations for how it was fused together, they just cut to him and go, it could be some sort of radiation or laser beam that fused these things together. So literally it's a show where they just drag these guys over to weird things and they go, and then they try to say why an alien did it. No, it's usually, yeah, it's usually uh, crazy people uh, making up reasons for uh, there to be aliens helping out with stuff the show enrages me sometimes so uh i i do stop and watch it if i flip the channels and i see that it's on i and i do laugh out loud at it i got a few good belly laughs out of ancient aliens that's good so just like hoarders i got a few good belly laughs out of hoarders too so uh that's it for phoebe 14 everybody next week phoebe 15 next week phoebe 15 look at me count scott and i are gonna be that's that's gonna be our christmas week episode Post Christmas, maybe we'll do a couple that week just so we can yeah, ramp up. Because kids, this once a week thing is in trouble. <laughs> it's coming fast to an end because of Scott having to go to Dallas to uh, yeah make movies uh, or a movie. But uh, we'll try. Our we're best. gonna try. We're really gonna try. We're gonna try and we make... will at least maintain the old every other week. But yeah, we'll keep going. But as long, listen. Here's the deal. As long as Scott and I can be here every week, we love doing it every week, and we're happy to do it every week. Yeah. So we'll try and do it as every week as often as we can. 
Uh, and that's well, you it. You said you might come to Dallas. That was before I got a job. Oh yeah, and I did get a job. So Fuck. maybe I can figure out something to make the job pay for me to go to Dallas. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you could for come and do a special uh, segment on JFK assassination. Oh, I would love to. I like it. I like what we're talking about now. It's happening. We'll figure it out. You heard it here first. We should do one from the square in Dallas. <laughs> it's like we on the lawn. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. Now here we are on the grassy knoll. Hi. I'm scared. <laughs> now, if you listen to our voices, should, do you we, hear the way it's echoing? There can't just be two of us. <laughs> we could reenact the movie. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Wait a minute. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, all right. That was our sign off. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Scott just signed up. Uh, yeah, so uh, email us at foureyesandbeard at gmail.com. Check out our website, feebpod.tumblr.com. Uh, please write a review on iTunes. And also, if you want your Four Eyes and Beard t-shirt, be the first on your block to get a Four Eyes and Beard t-shirt, go ahead and pick one up at bluecollardistro.com slash feeb. That's it for this week. I'm Matt Myra. Scott Mosier. Mosier. Go enjoy life, I guess. <laughs> watch. <laughs> Please watch Simon and Simon this week. Yeah. Thanks. Have a Simon and Simon week. Bye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. All your favorite Smodco shows aren't just available on audio anymore. All the best ones are now available as books. Podbooks.com. That's Podbooks with a Z. Transcribe directly from our Smarchives. Enjoy the Smonsters of Talk in print form. Kev, Ralph, Jay, Jen, Moj, and more. Just go to podbooks.com for more details. That's podbook with a Z on the end. Podbooks. Pods in print. Smodcast is turning six years old, motherfucker. And we're celebrating with a smorgie. January 26th and 27th, get ready for two days of non-stop aural pleasure in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Smodcoast Morning Show, I Sell Comics, Highlands of Peephole History, Smodcast, The Secret Stash, Hollywood Babylon, Fat Man on Batman, Babylon Comic Con Theater, Plus One, Tell Em Steve Dave, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and a Smash Up Jam Session. The Smonsters of Talk invading the Spats Theater in Halifax, Nova Scotia, January 26th and 27th. Tickets just $99 for each day at smodcosmorgy.com. Don't miss the Smonsters of Talk as the Smods bring their pods to the Smorgy. Tickets available now at smodcosmorgy.com. Smodco's been blasting its own brand of fuck yeah for years in all forms of media. If you're saying, hold up, sir dude, what about video games? 
We got that market covered, too. Visit Smarcade.com to learn about two, count them, two games for your iOS and Android device. Jay and Silent Bob grace your mobile with Too Fat to Fly and Let Us Dance. Get your game on, Smod Goblins. Check out Smarcade.com.